Welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast, the show for short-term rental professionals, hosts, and owners worldwide. I'm your host, Elaine Watts, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies, top tools and resources, and interviews with leading industry experts and successful holiday homeowners. We ask them to pull back the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and a very warm welcome to this episode of the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm Elaine Watts. Thanks so much for joining me. So this episode is with a guy called Name Anise Payman from Zivu. Zivu are a channel manager. Now, if you've been inside the Short Stay Pros Facebook group this week, if you're part of our amazing community over there of proactive short-term rental hosts and owners, then you will know we have been talking all things channel management, automation, improving processes, and how to just reduce the amount of time you spend in your business, just take out the repetitive tasks. And we've been talking about that a lot this week. So I really wanted to release this episode to support it. And you can really hear what a channel manager like Zivu does, how it's been created and the thought processes behind it. I mean, there's multiple ones out there, but I love name and Zivu and what they're doing and you will hear the ethos and the progression of a product like this. So definitely come on over into the Facebook group. You can join us at hlspodcast.com forward slash FB, FB for Facebook. That's hlspodcast.com forward slash FB. There are multiple competitions and fun things going on in there this week. And we've got some great offers on social media marketing kits too. So definitely come on over and see us. That's it from me. Listen in to this episode. Let's go over to the interview now. Hi there and a very warm welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I am your host as always, Elaine Watts. My guest today is Name from Zivu. Now, Zivu is a property management system and channel manager that automates almost every area of your short-term rental business. It helps optimize processes and minimizes human error because it takes away the repetitive tasks, which is music to my ears. So I am really excited to talk through exactly what this product does with Name. Name, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. It's so nice to see you. I have interviewed you in the past. We've never really dove into and had the opportunity to talk to you about Zivo. And so let's do that today. First of all, before we dive into it, how how did you get going in the short-term rental industry? What's your background? Um, so it depends on how much of the interview you want taken up with this. <laughs> but uh, basically, I was at university. Um, I love eating good food. And the food was pretty awful. Um, we were <laughs> not allowed to cook our own food because we had kitchenettes that pretty much had nothing in them in terms of cooking facilities. And we were not allowed to bring our own due to fire regulations. So um, I managed to um, get some investors to purchase a flat. And uh, the plan was I was going to live in one of the rooms, rent the other room, and it would work out cheaper than living in halls. And I'd have a kitchen, more importantly. (laughs) Yes, it would actually be a useful place to live. (laughs) Yeah, except for then um, the college I was at, Don Willing Keys, in uh, the University of Cambridge, they 
uh, prevented me from leaving campus. They said they were worried that I'd go socially adrift and I'd get depression and so on and so forth. Gosh. So they're always stuck with this flat. <laughs> and I had to somehow make money out of it. So um, I managed to find through a previous business that I had a mother who was coming to cook for her son while he sat his GCSEs um, for two months. So uh, that happened and then they really loved the place. So they wanted to take it again as of the following September. And then I had three months in the summer to rent it out. I found a couple of visiting academics for a month each. And then there were a couple of nights in between. I said, well, I can't let those nights go. And I just heard of Airbnb recently. So let me try putting it on this Airbnb. Yeah. That's how it all started, basically. So what, what year was that? Um, that was in 2014, I think. Gosh, okay. Yes, so that was around about when Airbnb was just sort of starting to, to really take off, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the same year that I got started as well. How interesting. And what an entrepreneurial mind from straight away. Found a problem, wanted to solve it, made some money in the process. That's fantastic. So how did Zivu then come about? You, you then, I guess, dove into the world of Airbnb and all the different moving parts that are required for short-term rentals. So I found lots more problems. <laughs> Lots more problems to solve, and solve yeah. them you did by the looks of things with with Zivu. So, yeah. so what year did you did you launch? When when did you first get the the idea? So the year so I was still at um, university for two years after I started with this. So in my last year of university, I graduated in the summer of twenty sixteen. Um, I had. Um, five or six apartments under management and then from that point within six months we went about 50 to 60. Wow um, and all in pretty quick growth <laughs> um, and there were various issues associated with the growth uh, which were not sustainable so I decided to stop growing um, and focus on systematizing things getting things under control and I as I went along over those six months, we also tried various different pieces of software, none of which did what we wanted them to do, even though it said it on the tin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was growing increasingly desperate. So I started attempts at seeing what we could make to get the tech to work so that I could grow the business. Right. And that slowly evolved into the idea of um, actually building tech because I couldn't find tech. I don't remember now which year it was and what happened, but basically I think it was about a year and a half after that point when we actually started developing Zebu. And initially it wasn't called Zebu and it wasn't meant to do what it does. It was just meant to be an add-on to automate cleaning um, of right. the CMS that we used at the time, which didn't have a cleaning uh, module. And all the cleaning modules that, all the cleaning integrations that they had were sort of hotel-based. Yeah. Um, and we were already operating across two cities. So there was no way that, you know, a single location software um, would work for us. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Unfortunately, the PMS that we were building on top of um, was not really great. And the API kept crashing and um, we just couldn't get anywhere. So we so decided- frustrating. <laughs> yeah, and they had an 180 day notice period. Otherwise your contract auto renewed for another year. Wow. So when I saw that, I just <laughs> called up this, one of the guys who was leading the project on the development side. And I said, look, you've got six months. I want a full PMS. 
I'm handing a notice. It's 180 days. It was, I think, August or something. By end of February, uh, I said by end of January, I want the PMS ready, so I have a month to move across. Wow. And just like and that. Said, okay. And just like that, we got a PMS. By the end of January, we moved across, and we got loads of double bookings. <laughs> the, the worst nightmare for any host because they had not understood that every time that you got a booking you're meant to stop other bookings coming in for those nights oh ouch so it was exciting yes and it was fun <laughs> yes. and that's how zivu started <laughs> <laughs> absolutely thrown into the flames there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it sounds e even though when things go wrong that is where you really know there is zero chance you are going through this ever again and you can already hear that that is the process that you've gone through you're never having a PMS that doesn't work never not being able to deal with cleans never having double bookings ever again and and as you as you got used to to running the the business using the new PMS it seems to have developed into a product that that pretty much covers every single area of a short-term rental business and as I said at the beginning there are so many different moving parts when it comes to operating a business especially when you start to scale as as you found right back at the beginning so it's developed from there into property management system of course then a channel manager as well yeah. Communication. The, the idea was always there that we, I've, I've still got it there. Um, and I stopped right adding to that document a year and a half ago, I think. But I've got over around 70 or 80 pages of what I wanted wow. to be able to do <laughs> written out. Wow. Um, and I had given this to the developers, but obviously the, we've only got around 10% of something um, of that from the start. But it, it sort of gradually grew into um, so the website. So we obviously needed a booking engine. And unfortunately, they didn't, while they managed to get the PMS of the double bookings done, they didn't manage to get the booking engine done on time. So that took another six months where we were with no live booking engine, which was very painful. So we yes. were just inquiry-based. Mm. But wow. I think that also taught us the lesson that at some point we need to add an inquiry-based feature to the booking engine because you do lose out on a lot of inquiries when you're full. Um, and so that that's given rise to a whole other idea that I have and what, you know, what we can do in Zebu to fix that issue down the line. Yeah, I think it sounds like once you start it, in the ending. business, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can find something else that you can make better, something else that can be done quicker, something else that can be automated. And, and that is really where you, you get to the point where your business is really starting to operate well, though. So despite all the painful sections of it, and everybody goes through some sort of pain <laughs> setting up a business like this um, and the short-term rental industry, um, it, it does really get you to the point eventually where... Yeah, things are starting to really work really well. So, so what features as has the has Zivu got at the moment? What can it really help a short-term rental host with right now? Um, loads, actually. Um, I, sh I should probably talk about um, some things that maybe maybe make us different from a lot of the other options out there. Um, yeah. 
So, for example, one of the things that we do is we streamline the booking process. Obviously, we, we have a channel manager and a PMS. Now we're just no longer just a PMS and the booking engine. Um, and as part of that, we basically look at the bookings. And regardless of what channel they come from, we make them go through the same checklist, let's say. And you specify what you want on that check checklist. So you can have you know, guest details, including sort of real email address, passport details, um, uh, we can, in the process, we also upsell some early check-ins or late checkouts and things like that. GDPR compliant marketing opt-in, um, details of additional guests, if you like, um, 3D secure payments, if they haven't paid on the channel, um, automated secure deposits. And by that, I don't just mean a pre-authorization, but actually making sure that the funds are available, you know, for example, two days after checkout. So even if you have a three week booking, you're not left uncovered. Um, and uh, signing of terms and conditions and also uh, verification of ID. Now we don't automate that last step. And the reason is that's basically you signing off, giving the keys to the guest. Because once the checklist gets completed, so say if they've already paid through the channel, then of course they don't have to go through that. Or if they've stayed with you before and you verify them, then you don't have to verify them again. But once all the, tick, the boxes get ticked, then that will um, automatically can be used to send out the self-check-in instructions, right? Um, or to send a message to the person assigned to the check-in if you're if you're using check-in agents uh, meet and greet. Um, and so that basically ensures that your whole bookings operation is as automated as it can be, and that there is as little involvement as possible from your side. So you're basically reviewing all the information once the guest has entered everything, um, and then just signing it off. Uh, by signing it off, you then take care of the next part, which is a check-in. And then you can have various automated emails at various stages of this with custom trigger rules and custom templates to make sure that you're communicating to the guests what you want them to know. It just sounds like an absolute dream. <laughs> I absolutely love the the way that things are automated. Automation is something that I can really geek out on. I absolutely love systems and processes. So it's absolute music to my ears. It sounds fantastic. And I'm really glad to be able to to share it and sort of talk through so that our listeners can hear just how many features there are. And I think the most important thing to talk about here is not only have we taken ourselves out of it, actually the side of the guest, nothing is lost. In fact, by you not being there, physically writing emails, physically responding yourself, they get the seamless look everything looks the same, it's branded, it's smooth, you're professional. They know they're in the hands of somebody who knows what they're doing, somebody who cares for them, somebody who cares for their own business. Would you agree with that? Is that, that what it looks like from the other side? Uh, depends on what your intentions are. If your intentions are good as a guest, then yes. And if your intentions are to come and throw a party, then you'd probably be scared off, <laughs> quit in the process. Um, it, it does show that the eyes of the host are open, right? That yeah. They can't just bypass and, and get away with it. Yeah, I mean, that, that is what we all want, isn't it? That is the, after, after double bookings, the next biggest nightmare is somebody coming in with the, the wrong intention and potentially destroying a property or, you know, causing damage of some sort, having a knock-on effect to future bookings. And, and that, that can get extremely costly, extremely quickly. And so the way that that helps to filter people out, I think is a, a massive level of peace of mind from, from our perspective as short-term 
rental providers. Now, there's a couple of features that I just wanted to chat to you about. Unified inbox. That is huge because one thing that many channel managers struggle to do is have a have that one unified inbox and by unified inbox i mean you go to that one location to answer and check all past history of any communication between you and the guest and that all shows up in that one location no matter where that bookings come from is that right so the unified inbox the ideal unified inbox i think is what you're describing <laughs> Uh, our feature as a unified inbox has gone through various stages as we've developed it. So we actually started off with something slightly unconventional. Most channel managers will start off by showing you the communications from the platforms. We, we started off by building a feature which allows you to run your whole email inbox within Zebu. Uh -huh. So you don't need to have a separate Gmail or Hotmail or whatever Outlook account. You actually get your inbox within Zebu. And what we did is we developed a system where you can have multiple inboxes. So you can have like a, your own inbox, you can have an inbox for your team, you can have an inbox for your company, and you can have shared access to those inboxes. Amazing. And so um, that's what we developed about a year and a half ago. And then as we went on, we made changes to the way that it operated, trying to make it more efficient and so on. And now we are at the stage where we're um, actually just about to finish the development of the next version. So I'm hoping that next month at some point, we'll be able to bring it out as a beta. Um, and that will also include, um, so we already have uh, messages showing from, you know, Airbnb messages and so, so on, um, but they're not part of this inbox. So those show in the booking level. So we're trying to basically merge these and come up with sort of the mega unified inbox, which has emails and everything else, not just with guests, but also with staff or with investors or with you know, any email that you have. And then the next stage of that will be linking that up with the task management system. So um, we've already got sort of housekeeping management and check-in management. But what I envisage is having a um, full task management system, not only for you know, custom task types. Let's say you want to have a task created three days after, or sorry, at point of checkout, let's say, for someone to actually go and check the property before the cleaner comes in. Right. To, to have sort of a checkout check, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but basically, if you've got a requirement which is not fully standard, I want you to be able to manage that within the system as well. Um, and then the, the level above that is to also manage task management at the office level. So say, um, you know, I want to assign a task to a member on the sales team to contact such and such person who's just sent us an email next Monday at 10 a.m. Okay, so I want to be able to do that straight from the inbox. Um, and for them to get pinged and to know that this is what they have to have to do and for the details of that task to show in that thread somehow um, or for the details of the booking to show in the thread and then once I'm in the thread I want to be able to see the communications with the housekeeper filtered by the communications that I have with the um, other staff members about this specific booking as well as having the main thread of that part which is the... oh, so basically unified inbox is a, a very generic term mm -hmm. and there's various stages to what we can offer in that and uh, I think we're getting to a fairly interesting point and then yeah. uh, Hopefully by the end of the year, it'll be sort of an amazing point. <laughs> Definitely sounds it. And the second one that I wanted to talk about, which I, I, I find is always, not always, but mainly to me, inexplicably not available is voucher codes. Because it's such a simple thing to track your marketing. And yet it's, and it's, so, it's so powerful. 
and yet it's so absent <laughs> across the the industry so i was pleasantly surprised to see that you you have included that can can you explain a little bit about voucher codes and how they work within your system um sure so basically we can set up promotions in zivu for direct bookings mostly um, which will allow you to set different rules under which you want those promotions to run. So sort of length of stay promotions or based on the total guest spend or the number of uh, nights that they're staying and so on and so forth. And then you can link a voucher to that promotion. So basically, if you have a voucher with a voucher code that you've given out to someone, that will um, activate that promotion when someone's booking through the direct booking engine through the website. Um, and then we have some features in the vouchers, such as being able to limit how many times that voucher code can be used, for example, or what properties it can be used for. Um, and so that really allows you to target um, how you want to, um, who you want to give it to, yeah. and how, how much of that discount you want to give. And then, of course, you can track, um, you know, to see how many sales you've had through that. Um, yes. So we actually had a. a request recently which made me think oh there's actually more you can do with vouchers because there was someone who worked with offline channels like a museum who sent oh, guests. okay and so their idea was well if i give them a voucher code and if you're able to associate a channel with that voucher called so-and-so museum then well actually i'll know exactly that that bookings come from the museum so not only will i get the promotion but i'll also be able to link up easily the source of that booking um, so keep track of who i've given the voucher code to effectively. And that ties up nicely with another idea of a sales agent that we've started developing in, in the system where you'll have, you know, the person sitting at the museum uh, desk being able to actually sell on your behalf with wow. limited access to the system. Um, so we're also trying to tie that up with the, with the channel tag. That is super, super exciting. The fact that they exist, first of all, incredibly brilliant. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I'm just blown away how they just don't exist anywhere. I'm like, surely, <laughs> with direct bookings being so important, surely, and, and tracking your time and making sure that your marketing is working. And I mean, it's, it's the ideal and easy way to, to track what's happening. And the fact that you're able to, you know, you're really looking at how far you can actually go with those is very, very exciting. Okay, I, think so we could work, I think we could work for a full year just on improving the voucher codes. I've got so many <laughs> ideas in my head. The problem is there's so much to get on with. Yeah, you have to add it to your 70-page list of, yeah. of where it's going to go. Very, very exciting. Luckily, so, we've moved away from managing the development process using Google Docs. But. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thankfully, it's moved away from that. <laughs> I think we'd be in a right mess if we were still doing that. I, think still, <laughs> I don't know. We're here in a number of years. Yeah. <laughs> so we know that Zivu is is huge, and what I've heard from you is that it's it's constantly developing, it's constantly improving and evolving with the needs of of the industry, which I think is is very very important to know when you're you're putting your business onto a platform like this especially when it covers so many different areas because you do then become very reliant on that that platform that you're using and it, it is it's the backbone of your your short-term rental business so to know that that is happening in the background you know you're in safe hands you know it's constantly being developed and that you're at the forefront because you know you run your own business you run your own short-term rentals you know what it's all about that is very, very exciting. So we know it does most of the things that we, we need and anything it doesn't yet do is, is on the way. But 
just to try and alleviate anyone from thinking, wow, I mean, it, it, does, it does so much. How can I possibly get started? How easy is it actually to get started with getting, first of all, say one property onto Zivu and getting everything up and running and working and, and really taking those repetitive tasks away? Uh, I mean, to be very honest, it depends on how many features you want to use. Um, so it, it's not like you're going to start using all the features overnight. Um, but to get started with the system, to get your property loaded, to get it, you know, the website done, to get it connected to the channels, if you've got the existing listing, if you have everything lined up on your site, like if you have your pictures, if you have the description, and you're not going to go sit there writing the description as you're trying to add it to Zebu, then it's really a matter of minutes. I mean. Um, I was talking to some colleagues and I was sort of complaining as to why do your onboardings take so long? Um, and it's because sometimes users when they try to set up, they try to make use of every single feature that we have for every single part of the system right from the start. Yeah. And it basically means it just takes, you know, it could take a week, it could take two, it could take a month. So I said, look, I'll do a couple of onboardings for you. So last week I literally jumped on some calls and in less than an hour we were done with introduction, you know, tell me about your business, and then actually spending about 15 to 30 minutes setting everything up. You know, building a property takes all of two minutes. Wow. Linking to the channels takes another, you know, one or two minutes per channel. So, you know, I've got two or three minutes, two or three channels would be about five minutes. So um, there's a lot of settings, but most of them are optional. So, you know, if you don't need the cleaning um, management, then obviously if you don't create a cleaner and you don't give the login um, details to the cleaner, then they won't be using the cleaning app. That's fine. And you don't need to spend time on that. If you don't want the system to automatically calculate your end of month profits and the profit split with the investor, then you don't have to go and set up the investor in the system. You don't have to go and set up the deal template and tell us, you know, how to work out the profits. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is you can use the system without any of that to start with. And you can add those in as and when you need them. Got it. So really the, the most important thing is focusing on your core needs, getting that set up yeah. and then learning what else this software can do for your business from there, how you can better improve your processes and take exactly. it on the next bit that makes the most sense within your business rather because than finding it all at once. As you know, the one thing that does not wait is, um, uh, let's say, marketing or Google. So what you really want to make sure is that as quickly as possible, you can that, get that sitemap to their booking website indexed. Yeah. Um, right. So that's your number one priority. So it doesn't really matter um, whether the cleaner has the app without you having bookings, but it does matter whether your website's already indexed or not before you get bookings, because that's what's going to get you the bookings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's why, you know, that should be the main priority. It should be not to have all the bells and whistles um, working, but to focus on getting the website, getting the listings on the website, and making sure your calendar, your rates are set up, linking to the channel so you don't get over bookings. And then you can go and work on all the automation that comes with Cebu. Yeah. So prioritize the core of the business, then the marketing of the business, and then learn yeah. from there. That sounds yeah. great. So, and also we offer, so you know, we, give we have default templates. We have defaults in the system. So you don't have to set everything up from scratch. So we give you a list of, I don't know, six, seven templates. You have like a, you know, when a booking happens, you can have this automatically go to the guest. Before the guest checks in, you can have this after they've checked in, before they check out, after they check out, and so on and so forth. Um, so it's not like you have to set everything. In some cases, you can just go turn on, activate, 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 and then the system will shoot. And if you want, you can customize it. 
And we also have support. So you're doing all of this with someone on Zoom, you know, sitting there and talking you through it. So it's not like you're on Fantastic. your own, even for the court. That that was my next question, which is absolutely great. So, so the support that's available for somebody, say, new to the industry, the support is there. But what about somebody moving a large portfolio across to you? How, what, what does that look like? So we've actually developed a number of features for that scenario. So um, we've uh, pretty much right at the start. What was important for me was for people to be able to import the direct booking um, detailed database. So say you've already built up a CRM with guest details um, or you had your previous PMS or channel manager, whatever, you had some details in there. Um, what was very important for me was that we don't charge any fees to import or export data. So we developed a bulk import booking feature where you basically have a CSV with all the bookings you want to import and you just hit a button and it all comes into the system. So you can have all your previous historic information and any existing future bookings automatically in the system. And okay. uh, anyway, from Airbnb and booking.com, we will import any existing future bookings at the point of connecting to them. So it's really only if you have direct bookings or from other channels that you need to import them when you're joining. And that can be done fairly easily. And more recently, we've also developed a, a feature to bulk upload properties. So you can now similarly have a, a CSV, an Excel, sorry, Excel file, um, where you can input the key information on each property, like the address, you know, number of bedrooms, uh, default rate, and so on. Um, and you can import all of those in a go. And then, of course, you can go and upload the pictures and so on and so forth. But the backbones are basically done um, relatively quickly uh, in, in that way. Excellent. So, so there's, there's help and it's, you're not going to suddenly lose all those future bookings. It's not going to be a Definitely. problem bringing them in. You, you can very, very easily find a way to, to work. Move, yeah. I mean, moving is basically, we've tried to make it as smooth as possible. So not only the support, but also with the tools. Um, so even, for example, if you've got an apartment block with 50 units and you've got three room types, so we've got a bulk unit creation feature. So you don't have to go there adding every single unit individually. You can go and you can say, I've got a one bedroom apartment and I've got 10 of them. Um, and then you can go and uh, even we've even built a feature where you can automatically name those. So, um, for example, if you've got, a say, a, a short uh, three letter uh, name for the property, you can have that and then you can add a dash and you can say, I want rooms one to 10. Uh, okay, so start from one count to 10, or you can say start from 20 count to 30, whatever. So we've tried to make it as easy as possible for large operators, which in the end are our main target, um, really, because that's yes. where all the automation kicks in to, to move across. Yeah, very exciting at that stage and, and very needed at that stage. And that, that was very well led into my next question, which was, uh, and you, you are aiming to support bigger companies, but is there a minimum number of properties that anybody can move across to you? Somebody that is just starting out, but they, they've got their sights on growth. They want to start with the right thing now. They've only got one or they've got one or two properties. They, they definitely know they want to use Zebu. They can see that it can grow with their business. Is there a minimum amount of properties that can come across or you have people to get involved and grow with you? I mean, to be completely frank, without at the risk of offending perhaps some people out there, it makes no business sense at all to work with people who are just starting off. Not only because they're paying you a lower amount per month, so obviously they'll have one or maybe two or three properties, but also because they don't know the business and they expect you to train them very frequently. So our support staff end up having to show them how to actually you know, deal with Airbnb or Booking.com 
and frequently we end up having to <laughs> try and politely reject from having to provide support or in some cases provide some support for every other system that we integrate with, of which there are quite a few. <laughs> um, and because we're offering such a close support and there's a friendship built up with the partner success manager and the host, there's, it's also sometimes difficult for them to you know, say, sorry, we can't help you with this. So we end up helping people a lot. And so I decided not to put the limitation on that, um, not because it makes business sense, but because we're trying to do a lot more than just run a business. We're really trying to build up a community. Yes. Um, and we're trying to support people in succeeding in their businesses. And that was one of the things that was important um, for me from the start. That, you know, anyone who wants to run a hospitality business can compete on a level footing um, with a large um, corporation like Hilton, starting from, you know, marketing to um, automations, to communications, to payments, to processes, uh, accounting and the like. Um, so, yeah, we don't have a minimum. And uh, I hope that we will not ever have to have a minimum. Um, the rate of growth is starting to challenge the number of resources that we can train to offer the level of service that we're trying to provide. Yes. So uh, the only risk is that at some point we might need to temporarily limit how many uh, customers we can take on board. And then um, it'll probably be that uh, we'll have to impose uh, not necessarily maybe a minimum, but to, to change our pricing structure so that, you know, up to X properties, it's the same regardless of how many units you have, which we've tried to not do so far. So for me, pricing has been very important. Yes. And it's been very important that we don't have any jumps in pricing. So for me, it's important that you get a bulk discount. The more you grow, the cheaper it becomes per unit, because obviously you feel like you're bringing more to the table and you are ultimately. Um, and at the same time, uh, that there is no huge jump when you go from, you know, five to 10 or all these tiers that we, we see a lot in the industry. So it's a very smooth curve with us. Um, you know, the more you get, the cheaper it will become and you'll never have a surprise. <laughs> Got it. That makes complete sense. So if anybody would like to, that's listening, they would like to find out a little bit more, maybe book a demo with you. What's the best way to get in touch? Um, so if you head to our website at zivu.com, that's Z-E-E-V-O-U, um, on one side, you'll see our logo on the top left. On the top right, you'll see two options, free demo or sign up. Um, if you choose a free demo, you'll be able to choose a time slot for a Zoom call with a real person. You're not going to get sent a recording or anything like that. Um, we'll answer any questions you have. You have a lot of information on the website as well if you want to look through our features ahead of the demo. Um, and you also have the option to sign up. Again, if you want, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So um, if you want to sort of cut to the chase, you can sign up and then someone will help you with the onboarding. So you're sort of getting a demo um, with your own details in the system, if you like. And then if you decide that it's not for you, um, you can simply cancel um, yourself and you'll get an automated refund with no questions asked. Well, you'll probably get a buzz from me to ask you what you didn't like so that we can prove it, but um, there'll be no <laughs> rejecting of the refund. Amazing. That's well. So it's risk-free to come and just try it out within your business as well, which is excellent. That's great news. Okay, so at zivu.com. Now let's draw on a little bit of your experience as a short-term rental provider. What What do you think t for today? And I know we, we're just coming out of some very strange times and into a completely different, well, slightly different landscape with more things to to think about. But what do you think we can do as short-term rental? hosts and owners to, to ensure that we stay ahead of the curve and really stand out? 
So I think the last year has been a good opportunity. I don't know how much time there is left to focus on improving the game at direct bookings um, and really prepare for the what seems to be an inevitable surge in demand uh, when things open up, whenever that might be in the country that you live in. Um, and uh, as part of that, it probably makes sense to focus really on getting a good website, making sure you've got a booking engine that converts, and then making sure that your website ranks and you've got all the SEO tools, you need all the integration set up with Google Analytics and Google Search Console. So you can make sure all your tracking is in place and Google Tag Manager, make sure your Facebook pixels are showing, look at um, retargeting and basically study and learn. Um, and actually because of that, we've also set up Zivo Academy, which you can join for free. Um, actually, I think for another two weeks or so, we've even got a free um, first year on the uh, premium membership, which all Zebu patrons get, the paying customers. Um, and as part of that, we are sharing tips and tricks on how people can improve, improve um, and keep ahead uh, of the game. So I think education is probably the best thing to do right now. And of course, if you've got the time and the money and the uh, opportunity upgrading your properties, um, is probably always a good idea to make sure they're top-notch for when the demand picks up again. Yeah, most definitely. And that's, that is that real focus, isn't it, on on excellence and making sure that the, the guest has the fantastic stay when they arrive, which is just what we need to all be all about. And yes, Zivu Academy is absolutely fantastic. You can link through to there from zivu.com. I'm very excited to say that I have had the opportunity to record a webinar with some of the guys at Zivu. And uh, yeah, I look forward to continue working, working with you in the future. So Name, thank you so, so much for coming to talk us through Zivu and how it all works. I think it's very exciting and I, I just, I love the ethos behind it. You're, you're growing, you're constantly looking on ways to improve and uh, it, it really gives the confidence that people can use it as the backbone of their business because that is truly what- And can help us improve it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you're always open to feedback as well. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. That's, that's a big part of what we're trying to do is we're trying to basically build a tool that serves the needs of those who use it. <laughs> yeah, top notch stuff. All right. Thank you once more. It's been Thank a you real pleasure. Same for you. Have a great day. And I will hopefully get to speak to you in the not too distant future. Have a great day. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Holiday Let Success podcast. But remember, it doesn't need to end here. Come and find us on Facebook at hlspodcast.com forward slash FB, where you can join our free community of like-minded, proactive holiday home owners. Get your questions answered, get access to our free resources and trainings that are going to help you towards your holiday let success. See you there.